You know, the federal government and Joe Biden have mandated vaccines, yet they tell the states that it's up to us to deal with COVID. For over a year, South Dakota has been providing free tests to our citizens. And this next week, we will ensure that every single citizen has access to a free test in their home communities. Uh, that is far above and beyond what the federal government has delivered. Uh, Joe Biden consistently makes promises, we deliver. And I think that really is the story that uh, has resonated throughout the last couple of years, is what we've trusted our people. Uh, we've given them personal responsibility to make the best decisions for their families, and we've supported them with resources. We kept our economy open. We're benefiting from that. Our kids have been in classrooms, and our state of the state address in dealing with COVID and dealing with this pandemic will tell the story of the examples of success and uh, benefits and, and profits that our businesses and our families have seen because of that approach. I mean, I don't want to say it's going to be one of those mornings. It's going to be one of those mornings. <laughs> I've got major computer problems. But it might be one of those mornings, you know. It and, could uh, be. Somebody snapped your headphones off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks like, uh, looks like the cleaning people came. Didn't realize they were going to clean out my bank account. Because <laughs> I'm going to have to get new headphones now. <laughs> oh, Lord. What are you going to do? I, I, I I don't know what I'm hey, going to do. Here's the thing. What day is it, Mark? Yes, it's Wednesday. <laughs> Janet, guess what today is? It's hump day. Hump day! Can't, it can't be over fast enough in my mind. <laughs> I, I'm serious. Major computer problems this morning. Still trying to put together some semblance of a... Well, we don't have to worry about it. Uh, no, can, I have it. We can it. do whatever. I, I have it. I couldn't, I, I couldn't even... I do uh, need my sheet, though. Well, I think I got them all in there. Okay, look I at think. you. We See? were going to have to scrub half of the the opening script, which we we all work so hard on. <laughs> it's all good. I uh, even put an intro in from 22. Really? Yeah, because I didn't have time to do the intro because I was trying to fix all this other stuff. So I figured, you know, politics is the same. We're still arguing over what Ronald Reagan and them argued over, immigration, Social Security, it, When you healthcare. think about it, it really it is doesn't change. like a bad soap opera. Like you could miss years and years. come back and pick up the uh, the story literally right away. <laughs> exactly. That's it. And then he told me that I was going to be impeached, but you're not supposed to use impeachment as revenge. No. It's just wrong. They only did it twice to Trump in his last year. But, but Sheila Jackson Lee says... It's wrong to use it for that. Sheila Jackson Lee. Mm, lovely she, lady. She's running for something. Uh, <laughs> wasn't she running for Houston's mayor or something? Uh, she needs because to she... be running to retirement. That's what needs to That's happen. That's where they all need to go. Yeah. All right. Here's Put them your on thought a, of the day. How about we stick them all on a big cruise ship? That big one's sitting in Miami. You know that new royal? We could get the whole Congress and Senate on there. Some from the three alphabet soup. They don't, agencies they don't and deserve, sink that damn thing. They, oh, well, okay. I was, gonna, I was thinking more of a dinghy, not no, really. No, I'm a, sending out to the deep waters. I can't believe you'd be willing to sacrifice a cruise ship. I'm never going on that big one. I'll never go on a big cruise ship again. Big one. Yeah. I mean, we went on that one a year ago, Christmas. Mm. And no. Yeah, they're not for no, me either. It's, it's not. All right, here's your thought of the day. <laughs> Every day may not be good, Mark Lamb. 
like today. But there is good in every day. And you know what, buddy? We're going to find it. We're going to find it. Mm-hmm. If we've got to take the mining hats and with the little lights on it right. and, and take the little chipper out there and start chipping away, we'll start with your headphones, mm-hmm. which poor Janet. She's got a nice pair of simple. Sennheisers? Yeah. I mean, these are the ones that Rush Limbaugh used to wear for years. Yeah, they've, they've survived decades, but they can't survive the cleaning lady, apparently. I don't know. Man. <laughs> Not really sure. Well, Hope that can be fixed. Yeah. Anyway. I, I, uh, I've got a guy. I know a guy yeah, that can I, fix it. These are my babies. I'm I'm not going to be happy if we're I gonna, lose these. We're going to get a new end on yours. 434-248-0704. That is our text-in number. Play along with our Mind Jam trivia, would you? This vegetable was introduced to, Amer- to, to America by French settlers in Louisiana. Became a commercial crop in California in the 1900s and is said to increase the libido. What vegetable are we talking about? Hmm. Whatever it is, we all need to be eating more of it, apparently. <laughs> I think so. There's that. Probably beats those pills. Mm-hmm. On this day in history, in 1949, the first daytime soap opera, These Are My Children. Is that when C-SPAN started? Premieres on NBC in Chicago. Was that the precursor to All My Children? I bet I it was. So. I think it was. Yeah. I could not find any video of that. Well, it's probably yeah, out there did, somewhere. Maybe. I mean, it might be, but I mean, 49, I'm 49, not sure. that's pretty far back. Yeah. Unless they were filming it. I they weren't, know. they weren't thinking that far ahead yeah. until Desi Lou came to be yes, and invented true. the rerun. Uh, in 1950, <laughs> U.S. President Harry Truman publicly announced his support for the development of a hydrogen bomb. Do you feel there was right for Oppenheimer to have received a Fermi Award? Yes. When he was offered the, uh, the work on the hydrogen bomb, he did not want to do it. Uh, yet, uh, you said to go ahead to work on the hydrogen bomb. That's correct. Well, he was like all the scientists are. They discover these things and find out how terrible they are, and then they don't want to take any uh, uh, blame for the consequences if there is blame. That's Harry Truman mm. speaking. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, on this day in 1975... This single goes gold for Barry Manilow. I just love Mandy. Manilow, Fanilow. Are you a Fanilow? I love him. Do you get the Manilow down newsletter? Many, many nights where me and somebody you know held that's each a real other. Thing, don't you? Me and my dog, we held each other. Oh man, what is it? The Manilow down. It's a, it's a, yeah. Oh, and they call them Fanilows. Oh, <laughs> it's Lordy. just so great. I love okay. it. Mm. On a cruise ship, mm-hmm. okay, we'll go back to ships for a second. They had a guy that was a p- great piano guy. He did everything and anything. Yeah. Well, that night was Barry Manilow night. Oh, and I got to tell you, fun. this is one of those bars that you, you walk by because it's part of the walkway, but there's the bar, but there's like chairs out there against the wall too where people are and i mean people would slow down to sing a bar or two of the manilow song and then they'd move on and of course everybody that was at the bar they were just singing to the top of their lungs if you have somebody that's really good or drunk (laughs) well but if you have a, a a guy who's really good yeah. or girl that's really good at that 
Uh, it's it's very very entertaining. I was watching. It was one of my Mirandas, and the piano player. Every time somebody would walk in, right, he would pick a song for them. Oh, cool! So like he would match a song to their to their personality. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, it was it was fun. So they'd be like, oh, let's go see what it's gonna be. And like her friend goes, and it's da 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 da. It's like Britney Spears <laughs> right. or something. Uh-huh. And then she walks down. And it's like do 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 like a circus song. She wasn't impressed. Oh gosh. It was, it was pretty funny though She's pretty hilarious. funny if you get a good uh, bar pianist you're doing doing uh, yeah doing a good business all right uh if it's your birthday today the last day of january mm-hmm. you share it with actress kelly lynch turning 65 Roadhouse came right before drugstore cowboy okay. like literally i wrapped roadhouse and went right into drugstore cowboy it was like such a funny were those in the movie theater at the same time pretty much yeah so one like, minute you're in Gus Van Zandt, another yeah, one. Two completely different fan sets, although I do have the <laughs> ironic sick. Roadhouse yeah. people who love Roadhouse for the, you know, for the fun of it that are also drugstore cowboy fans, but they're usually different groups of people. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. She was hot in both of them. <laughs> like warm or? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it was like the heat was on. I got it. Okay. You know, the heat is on. Anyway. <laughs> Actor Anthony LaPaglia is having a birthday today, also turning 65. So when you see this guy, sometimes you look at him and go, that's an Italian mobster. Mm. But he's Australian, and this is when he was on Frasier for about 10 seconds. Should we stop at the supermarket on the way home? I'm very fond of those ham and cheese hot pockets that you had last year. Oh, I keep those stocked. Everything's just like you remember. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) I miss him so much. I miss the dad. Yeah, I do too. He's so great. Mm. Um, Also having a birthday today is actress Minnie Driver. She's turning 54. So we go from attractive blonde to attractive brunette. And this is uh, when she was talking about how she couldn't get a date in high school or something. Mm. Yeah. I can't imagine anyone turning down Minnie Driver. Oh, thanks. Come on. But no, they did. Who? Okay. He was called Orlando. Oh, and right. he was in, he was at my school and he was 17 and he had long hair and he was an artist. And he went out with me for three weeks and I loved him. How old were you at this point? I was almost 17. Okay. And, uh, and then he dumped me and I was very sad. It's all right, look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> Did pretty well for herself. Uh, she's fun. <laughs> pretty fun. All right. Uh, comedian Bobby Moynihan. Did yeah. I say that right? Yeah, you did. And and you know what? It looks like it didn't it didn't edit. Hold on a second. Because that's literally edit. There we go. There we go. Okay, so he is a SNL. Yeah, he's SNL and this is the the Indian actor whose name I can't remember, but he was on Parks and Rec. He is the customer and Bobby is the driver of the Uber. Okay. And they're imagining in their head how they're going to score each other. You know, oh, because you score okay, the driver, sure. and the driver scores you as the customer. Right. What religion are you? Damn it. Damn it. I'm not really that religious. I put on some music? Sure. What would he like? Oh, so this is Tom off of Park Track. Is this what he thinks I like? Huh? Uh, yeah, I, I love this style of music. <laughs> or I can put on something else. All right, think. What would he like to hear? What about some uh, Russian trance music? Am I racist for thinking this is the music he likes? <laughs> so they're going back and forth there in their minds. That's my chicky nug guy. <laughs> chicken is Tom. Nugget. Yeah. Oh, Lord. You're going to love this next one. 
because I, I know love you love well this next song. Oh, you were the one that introduced it to me. Oh, when just, he teamed up with JT, Chris Stapleton, JT and Chris Stapleton, yeah. that is a very strong pairing right there. Yeah, uh, Justin is turning forty-three today. I wanna go there. Still, I don't go there. Everybody says, say something. They say I didn't get any of the audio right today. This oh, would have you been got that one. one right. That's right. That's live, too. Yeah. They, they tried to recreate it for the Grammys or something, and it was okay, but this is the best it version is. right here. Anyway, it's good perfection. Stuff. It I mean, really and, is and good. if you listen, it's on, a, it's on his. Uh, album but it's just not as good that live version right there's something magical that happens yeah. when the two of them get together perform together yeah. it's yeah. crazy mm-hmm. uh singer marcus mumford also having a birthday today he's turning 37 years old well, how should we proceed how long can you literally stretch a word out i think he did pretty good there I love them. I love them. I think they're so good. Yeah. I don't. I I wish they had had more hits. Right. But they are just. They're kind of quirky. Yeah. I guess. Uh, We have our mind jam trivia today. You guys are making your guesses. Yeah. This vegetable was introduced to America by French settlers in Louisiana. Became a commercial crop in California in the 1900s. And it's said to increase libido. Hmm. What vegetable are we talking about? All right. Uh, we have had artichokes guests. We've okay. had cabbage guests. All right. Uh, ginseng, ginseng has also mm-hmm. uh, been guessed. Broccoli. Mm-hmm. Is well, ginseng an alto or a tenor? Or? Uh, <laughs> a ginseng, I get. Is ginseng a vegetable? I don't know. I, I don't know. Or is it an herb? I'm I not think, really. I thought it was an herb. I'm not really sure. It's worth a lot of money. Yeah. I know that much yeah, right now. Uh, we'll have the answer coming up for you here very shortly, guys. Harry Wayne Casey from KC and the Sunshine Band turning 73 today. This is a song you may not know that they did. Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Brussels sprout, Brussels sprout, you're one food I can live without. I try to feed you to the dog, but he spit you out. Doggy won't eat no Brussels sprout. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That was, I mean, I had to reach deep to find to that find one. To find that one? It's its National Eat Brussels Sprouts Day. I love Brussels sprouts. I do, too. They're I think good. they're delicioso. Yeah. yeah, they are. And apparently, they're, uh, they're 
you know, they have other benefits. Well, I know, and and they could help the libido if you're having trouble there. Um, so, uh, so the question with Armand Jam trivia was: What vegetable was introduced by French settlers in Louisiana became a commercial crop in California in the 1900s and is said to increase libido? The answer is Brussels sprouts. Now, Brussels so we, yeah. Sprout. Yeah, we found a lot of songs talking about how they love Brussels sprouts. That doesn't seem appropriate for this show. Uh, this song seems more appropriate if you have Mark Lamb as your co-host. The bakery. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I know it. It seems more appropriate <laughs> for us, anyway. I, I do need, love a good sausage roll. I need to. It's kind of hard to find a good one uh, here across the pond, <laughs> right? Right. But I do have a friend whose whose parents are from England originally. Oh, she so can make a mean a, that, that sausage is, roll. That's a thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the. Uh, that's their. It's their equivalent of a sausage ball. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Only. Gotcha. Only snootier. You know, yeah, well, yeah, and it. more pretentious. <laughs> but other than that, it's very similar. All right. Uh, lots of headlines to go over today. Okay. Lots of things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Some things we want to talk about. Some things we don't want to talk about. Okay. What are you going to do? I don't know. Try to find one since I, since I got tied up doing production till the very second we were on the air. I didn't get my headlines. I'm going to get them right now, Rose. Okay. You do that. Uh, Police are trying to identify a driver of a fiery fatal truck crash that occurred in Campbell County. Hmm. And uh, that's one of the the headlines that we're talking about this morning. Uh, Also, an an overturned tractor-trailer crash in Amherst County. Oh. Uh, That happened at 3.30 this morning. I'm assuming that by now things are... In good shape. Okay. This happened on 29, and northbound uh, lanes of US 29 are closed at Route 151 as of 3.30 this morning. Hopefully, all that's opened up now, because it's been a couple of hours, but you know how that goes. Well, we know that they're trying to impeach, uh, you know, Mayorkas, their Homeland Security Secretary. Mm. Biden is tapped out of the uh, control that he has over the border. He says, I've done all I can do. Isn't that something? What a, what a, you he's know. Done, ooh, he's done I'm all he can do to I, destroy the country? Well, Katie Pavage, <laughs> speaking to reporters from the South Lawn of the White House Tuesday while standing in front of the noisy Marine One, President Biden again claimed he doesn't have the power to fix the current crisis at the border and that it's up to Republicans to pass new legislation to solve it he just and does he think anybody in this country is buying that because i, hope I don't not. even think yeah. those people who voted for him right. i even think they would cry bs on right. that right. because we know that the borders were were secure mm-hmm. when he took over mm-hmm. on trump's watch yeah we were secure on your watch we were not don't sit there and tell us you don't yeah. have I mean, he said look when i get sworn in yeah it's come on over right come on down come on in the water's fine no right. doubt about that 
A Gretna church is dealing with damage left behind after vandals oh. um, attacked their building over the weekend. Lordy. They threw a storm grate through a window. Why? <laughs> Say it's not the first time something suspicious has happened at the church in the last week. Uh, apparently on Friday morning, somebody had tried to break break into the church. So... Okay, Rose. That's, that, that's not not good. I consider you a pretty strong woman. Okay. okay. I mean, you're human like everyone else. Uh, yes. So, you know, she's she's not totally impenetrable. I mean, she is she is a, a human. But if you were in the position of a Supreme Court, I think you got pretty tough skin. And and that's a compliment, mm, actually. Pretty thick skin. Because you've for, been through a, a lot. But when you reach, you know, Supreme Court justice level, you think, you know, they've got a pretty good thick skin. Especially when it comes to, like, just the public. Right. I mean, you got to have... Justice Sotomayor. Every loss to my side traumatizes me. Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor opened up Monday about the frustration she said she experiences daily on the court's conservative supermajority as the country (laughs) continues to move towards the right. So she's going to need so, counseling. So now, so now you know, you know what the the rest of your people felt like <laughs> for decades. <laughs> right, right. So she's she's upset. Well, that all that tells I think me she needs is a, that she's not equipped to do the job. That's right. what that tells me. Exactly. Can you imagine if she had to live inside of Judge Tom, uh, T- Justice Thomas's life for one day? Yeah. She'd have a full meltdown. Because that guy is See, this constantly really frustrates ridiculed. me, particularly with women. She's not even being ridiculed. When, she's when, she's upset over the losses. When it. women want to say that you know they they want these big positions, right, they right. want these they you know they want to they're going to be in the man's world and they're going to they're gonna, and then they want to say it's just so traumatizing. She's to me. one it's of the just most. So that's why women right. have the reputation that we have mm-hmm. is because of people like this right. who go oh yes i'm i'm equally up to this i can do and now i'm going to ball up in a, a fetal position and say i'm just traumatized every day because of the mean conservative people she's one of the most powerful women in the world in that it's position that what she's it is. in it's an absolute joke you are conservative you're winning too much and currently in Roanoke at the Roanoke Blacksburg Regional Airport, it is 35 degrees. In Lynchburg, it's 36 degrees. And in uh, on the south side, I always have trouble pulling up the south side right. temperatures, and I don't know why. What's that? Their web, the, the internet isn't quite as fast. 38. There because so 38, still, 36, 35. They're using dial up, I think, down there. I'm just kidding. It's the hot spot. It is. So. Um, yeah, weather just kind of screwing with you. Mm, yeah, I mean, it was cool this morning. You know, saw that 79, 80 degree temperature on on Friday of last week. And it's just like, really? Are you just teasing us to say, hey, it's it's coming back. But you still got, well, is it Punxsutawney Phil? Isn't that this Friday, I believe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to retire him. I might retire. What the heck? <laughs> They're trying to retire him. They don't want him to predict one be, way or the other be used anymore why I mean, do you want to take well the PETA people all the PETA people they say oh. it's cruel and unusual punishment 
putting them in a tuxedo, I guess. I don't know. In a top hat. <laughs> in a top it's just hat. too much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, got a sad story coming out of the Lynchburg area. Oh. Lynchburg organization has announced that they are going to have to close their doors on a shelter that was created to help homeless residents in the area. Mm. Uh, Roads to Recovery said the shelter at Reset will be closed on June 30th due to a lack of financial resources. The shelter is located on 5th Street. According to the leadership team at the shelter and the board of directors, they've run out of money to provide for the many people who use the shelter. Mm -hmm. The leaders opened up the shelter uh, back in December of 2022 as a low barrier shelter, which means they would turn no one away. The board of directors said the ultimate goal was to help find residents a permanent home and get them back on their feet. Mm. In a press release from Roads to Recovery, Centra's community grant program is helping the shelter stay open until June so that the shelter can help the residents currently uh, located there. Mm. Well, I hope some folks will step in and and keep that open because we need those. You'd be so proud of me right now. Why is that? Having a moment. Uh-oh. Having a moment, Janet. I couldn't let go of the fact that your your headphones got broke. I'm going to play Monk right here. This is what happened. Okay. Remember when Monk would say, this is what happened? Uh, yeah. The chair that we had pulled out for Mike Rocco yesterday was sitting across the way. There is a very tight spot between the door and the console uh-huh. where your headphone is plugged in. Because her headphones are plugged in around the corner. So this has nothing to do with the shelter, y'all. We're on my headphones. No, now. we're on her okay. headphones because I'm okay. having I'm having a I am having a breakthrough uh, moment. Okay. Had one yesterday, I'll share with you later. Okay. When they put the look where the chair is. Look to your left. Look to your left behind mm-hmm. you. You see the chair? Oh. You think they, they the pulled chair it? was there. Yeah. About eight feet away. Uh huh. It was slid across the floor, therefore the armrest snapped the end of your headphones off uh, is it possible is that a possible theory i i, I guess it, it i guess it's a possible look, theory. look where the arm rest is yeah. if somebody even slightly picked it up and then slid it over snap bang boom bang right okay your sennheiser Could be. and I, her headphones are working but the whole tip has snapped off yeah, i don't know how she's barely out working of them right now it's not easy i'm sorry i just had to share that because okay. i might forget it <laughs> okay because we may need that forensic evidence later. later and you just wanted to have it documented i want it documented it has been aired on the radio so okay officials break ground on the future bucky's location in rockingham county oh boy yes sir some excited people there <laughs> one of the most famous traveled centers in the country is coming to rockingham county the exciting uh groundbreaking uh was yesterday it was official. The 74,000-square-foot building will be filled with beef jerky, brisket, beaver nuggets. I never heard of beaver oh, nuggets. Oh, yeah. Bailey's had them. Beaver nuggets and the world's cleanest bathrooms. I'm all about that. Yeah. This is a great company uh, coming to a great county in the best state in America, and it's so much fun to see Bucky's coming to Virginia. That's Governor Glenn Youngkin. He went on to say, when you have a chance to visit Bucky's, you should do it. He I, knows I'm excited. My my daughter has sent me video, right, from Bucky's. Yeah, um, she says it's like going to the mall. Yeah, it's very large. You, you, it is unbelievable the amount of gas pumps. Um, my my um, in laws were the first one, I believe. My wife will straighten me out on this, but I believe they were the first ones to tell us about Bucky's. 
And we went to the one up in, uh, uh, I think it was Daytona, Jacksonville. It was when our, when our plane turned around in North Carolina and flew back to Florida because they couldn't land in Roanoke. We ended up driving home New Year's Eve last year. Not last year, but year before last, I guess. And we saw the Bucky sign. And I, I looked at her. She looked at me. We both had smiles on our faces. And it was like midnight, New Year's Eve. And, and you stopped. And we stopped in Bucky's. And, and the, I've never been to one. I mean, I'm not kidding you. 50 stalls. And every one of them, pretty much you could eat off the floor. They wow. Were, they were clean. I was like popping the doors going, that one's clean. Checking that, that one. Checking that one. Yeah. Checking that one. I'm going to use that one. And... uh <laughs> And Liz said, and this, ladies and gentlemen, is why Mark needs to drink caffeinated coffee to counteract his ADHD. <laughs> That's why stimulus Liz, work. Liz, I had to get it out. Give him his coffee. I might not remember that later. Oh. It's what rises to the top. It was the cream. Is that what my, it was? It was the cream of the thought processes. Okay. All right. Whatever you say, I'll take your word for it. I figured Janet would be proud of me because I was like solving a crime or at least speculating i'll be proud of you if you can f- fix my headphones later that would be good well i know I'll a be guy. all right with that i know a guy i know a couple of guys one to take care of you know who who broke it mm. i'm just saying uh, <laughs> <laughs> slash the tires could have to now. happen that's right <laughs> i'm just kidding they're just sort headphones of. it's not worth a life maybe you, a limb but not a life last week when uh we were talking about the missouri police no fire fire department guy firefighter who his fiance died in his house and he had already had one fiance yes die. yes 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 yeah. and we were reminiscing back to peterson and all that stuff right because there's there's so many and we peterson. say this is going to be the next big true right. crime thing um so the 2020 death of his first fiance mm-hmm. that was ruled a um suicide right but considered suspicious by the family uh, apparently they're taking another look at that now okay so the case was ruled a suicide by the medical examiner's office um the family of the woman have never been satisfied with that at this point the case is still classified as a suspicious death and remains active okay it will be incumbent upon the prosecutor's office to decide if any further action is required or if any criminal charges will be filed. Mm. So if those of you who aren't familiar, this Missouri firefighter had one fiance in 2020 okay. that ended up supposedly shooting herself, even though she was right-handed and she was shot in the left temple, which that didn't make sense. There were just several things that just didn't add up with that. His current fiance, her family tried to warn her, you know, look, he's already had one fiance, suspicious death, all, all this. She pretty much cut herself off from the family. And mm-hmm. then and then she ends up dead. And so uh, they're saying her body showed no obvious signs of, of trauma. Uh, she's a 39-year-old podiatrist, mm-hmm. was found dead at 6.40 a.m. on January the 13th. Her sudden death is also under active investigation. Okay. Both women romantically involved with mm. uh, with this Tim. Is it Tim? No, Doss D A U S, a captain in the Maryland Heights Fire District, who called in both of the deaths. Robert okay. Doss is his name. Right. We're we're going to be hearing more out of him. Sure, I'm pretty sure. 
When we come back, um, Alistair Gosh, Begg, who I love, Jeez. such a great pastor, oh, yeah, yeah. great, great he, speaker. He has lost um, one of his major networks right. that he's been on for a while um, yeah. for giving advice to a grandmother yep. who asked, you know, what should I do? I have, you know, I have someone in my family getting married. Um, it was her son, I believe. He was marrying a transgender or something. It was their son or a grandson was yeah, marrying a transgender, and he gave some advice. Grandchild, which which I would tend to lean more I, towards I, his I, advice. I don't. It's a very difficult thing. Yeah. As a Christian, we're we're gonna look at it okay. and see what you think. When I do we come have back. some breaking news though. This is CNN. I I have had beaver nuggets. Now that I've looked them up, I was thinking it was some they're kind chicken of chicken nuggets. Or chi- yeah. Well, no, they're they're like pop nut popcorn things. Hold on, hold on. My are wife. Are they chicken though? No, this is no, no. They're 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 a puff, kind of like a a cheese puff, but not. Oh. And so she's right. I did have those. Now that I I don't remember everything, honey. I mean, I I am sixty five. I can't remember <laughs> everything. I remember I love you. That's the oh, main thing. Oh, it's like a kettle corn yes, thing. It, Got it. It's a puff thing. Okay. So they're they're really good. There they are. That's kind of a close up of it. It's so yeah, it's caramel corn. Yeah, but it's it's a it's a puff though. It's it's I can't. It's a weird name for it. Yeah, it's a beaver it tastes, nugget. Sounds like it, it tastes like be caramel savory. corn, but it is a corn puff of sorts. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, that's what it looks like. Yeah. it looks like caramel. Corn. So that's what a beaver nugget is. And yes, I have had them. I forgot. Now that I see them, I remember. I forgot what they were called actually. Yeah, because I ate half the bag before we got to the state line. And she said, you probably should slow down on that, you know. I mean, I'm just would like to go on record as saying I'm very thankful he doesn't have any this morning. Well, apparently I, I have, have something. That. I just have love. I have love in my heart. And and can go to go on to break. I, I'm, I'm trying to find the right song. It's been a very difficult morning so far. Well, it has been for I feel kind of like it's been Rocky <laughs> with three rounds with Clubber Lang. Rocky three. Yeah, but it's over now. Yeah. 646. Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. It's a little teaser of a song we're going to hear later from Levi We Met. Going to be on the show around 7.06. Levi is a... Uh, Lynchburg, pretty much uh, not born here, but raised here for the most part. He might have been born here. Um, But anyways, Levi is uh, making his way to Knoxville to uh, pursue some things, including his music. He lived in Nashville for a while, Janet, and he learned, you know, how tough it is to break in to it. But he made some great contacts. Nashville hasn't been Nashville for 40 years. Sure. So So the, the, the Knoxville scene, I believe, is where he's headed if I'm not mistaken. We'll find out from Levi here in just a little bit. He's got a song called The uh, Highway Home. And so we're going to listen to a little bit of that song, talk to him uh, before he heads off uh, to his new location. So it is uh, <clears throat> it is Wednesday. We're halfway there almost. Probably good for you and for me. 
Um, I don't want to see what else can get broke before Friday. <laughs> We're breaking all kinds of records. <laughs> it's all good. Um, Alistair Begg. I don't know uh, yeah. if, if, if many of you have heard Alistair, but he is an amazing pastor, an amazing mm-hmm. teacher. Um, I think it's Truth, Truth for Life, for Life yeah. is the, the program. Listen to it many times. That he's most well known for. Mm-hmm. Um, was on, I, I don't know if it's going to still be on. Uh, equip i don't know or not yeah it's it's on a local station but we, I, I we do, used to have them at victory fm and i i do some volunteer work with equip fm and uh alistair is one of their yeah. uh, teachers there um he is saying he is not ready to repent after his advice to a grandmother to attend her grandchild's wedding created an uproar in some christian circles and he's on the american family network which is a big network and they've They've nixed them, I guess, right? Yeah. Beg is the senior pastor at Parkside Church near Cleveland, and he has addressed the backlash that led to one Christian network dropping his daily broadcast mm-hmm. while giving a sermon on the parable of the prodigal son to his congregation on Sunday. Mm-hmm. He compared the proud attitude of the older brother in the story to the attitude some Christians display towards non-believers and argued they're not living out Jesus's command to love your enemies. This is a conversation that I had not only with my children, but when I was doing a lot of, of women's ministry, mm-hmm. I would say, guys, why do you expect non-believers to behave any differently than they behave? Right. They but don't have the same measuring tape they are they're working not using the same measuring tape that from we are. their default mode that they're in because right. of sin self yeah i mean it's 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 just the way it is that's the default mode is right. self right me it's yeah. all about me yeah whatever's gonna make me happy my feelings right my feel i need want right that's you know just like when we're babies mm-hmm. and and we just we cry every time we don't get what we want right. we just cry because we don't have anything else um i, I don't think he's wrong with that he said uh, that is the context for his conversation with the grandmother. Right. He added he was primarily concerned about the woman maintaining her relationship with her grandchild mm-hmm. and would not necessarily give the same advice in another situation. Right. said if, it, if I was on the receiving end of another question about another situation from another person, I may have answered absolutely differently. But in this case, I answered the way that I answered, and that's the way I would still answer. And the grandmother said, I'm, I'm a little surprised by your answer, but, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, I will consider your advice. Sure. She thought. And that's all it was. Right. And, and she thought he would say, well, no, you cannot. You're endorsing the marriage. You're by, endorsing sin. Right. By showing up. He said, go to the wedding, provide a gift, and they know where you stand. It's not an endorsement, but it is a, an act of love that I still want to stay in contact with you. I don't want to cut I, you I off. I love you, but I don't agree with, right. with your lifestyle. Right. Yeah. Um, and he went on to say that Christians should neither stay silent nor rebuff people mm-hmm. who identify as LGBTQ. Right. We can disagree about whether or not I gave that mother, that grandmother good advice or not, but at least let's acknowledge the fact that what we're doing is wrestling with biblical principles right and when the principle for let's say holiness of life comes up against the principle of love for your enemy how are you going to put that together Mm -hmm. what happens to homosexual people in my experience 
is that they are either reviled or they are affirmed. The Christian has to say, we will not treat you in either of those ways. We cannot revile you, but we cannot affirm you. And the reason that we can't revile you is the same reason we can't affirm you Mm -hmm. because of the Bible, because of God's love, his grace, and his goodness. How do you argue that? Right. Because he's he's right about that. And Um, until you have it happen to you, yeah. I think um, until you've looked someone that you love in the eye mm-hmm. and and had to have that conversation, right? you don't know how you would respond. I've had people in my immediate family that had to deal with that. And I, and, and I have had to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and my response was, you know I love you and I will always love you. But you also know that as a Christian... I don't believe this is right. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't, I just don't believe that that this is how we're supposed to to live. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard conversation to have. It is, but but the fact that you have to um, totally cut yourself off from them, you know, I go back to the old, what would Jesus do? I, right. I, I, you know. But part of the reason that uh, that many, I think, young people turn to this lifestyle is because. As Christians, we can be so overbearing mm-hmm. and cast so much guilt and shame, right. and and then they go and they are loved and affirmed by something else, and they're like, "Well, this has to be the way to go right. because I'm loved right. here, so this is right and that is wrong." Mm-hmm. So we shoot ourselves in, in the foot, I think, with that a lot of time. Uh, so this happened last September. Uh, on his teaching program, Truth for Life, he advised the grandmother to attend her grandson's wedding mm-hmm. as long as the grandson knew she was not affirming his life choices. As long as he knows that, then I suggest you go to the ceremony and, and even buy them a gift mm-hmm. if you're so inclined. Right. And he also explained that he thought attending the wedding was a matter of personal conviction. But by attending the wedding, the grandmother would be building a bridge to continue sharing the gospel with her grandson. Right. Yes. And I think that's, I mean, he just throw it out. He added that at the end. And, it, you know, I think one of the best messages I ever heard on this whole thing was, and his name slips my mind, so forgive me, Mosaic Church out of California a number of years ago, because they've had to deal with it more out there uh, that has trickled all across the, the nation. And the, the, the pastor was, was asked a very similar question and he gave a whole message on it and i'll try to find that and maybe post that it just it just opens your eyes up to a different dimension of love american family radio uh said in a statement it's come to our attention that pastor Begg made statements that were unbiblical mm-hmm. and failed to line up with the decades of faithful adherence to scripture that listeners have come to expect from him you see i don't I don't agree with that. I don't think that that's true. I think he he gave a very honest answer to a very difficult question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't know. Everybody thinks everything is so black and white. Right. And I just don't know that it is. Erwin McManus is the pastor out there at Mosaic Church. Now, there's a California. difference in cellar, you know, having a, a church wedding. Right. And that's, that's a different situation, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It's difficult, difficult stuff. It really and is. He sure is paying a big price. Exactly. For it. Exactly. So, 
I don't know. All right, uh, top of the hour. CBS News is on the way. We have from the Roanoke News Desk, Bill Trapero will be coming up. And a uh, special guest. Yeah, Levi Wemet will be in the studio here in just a little bit. We're going to be playing part of his song, uh, Highway Home, and talk about... I Le- liked what I've heard so far. Yeah, it's just a little bit of his journey as a uh, as an artist. And uh, and he's got a regular job, too, because that's what a lot of artists do. They, uh, I knew the one guy from... Uh, Oh, Whiteheart. He was a painter when he wasn't out doing concerts. So 